Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Manic Candace podcast. It's your girl Candace back at it again with a brand new episode of the podcast. And today, this morning, this evening, this afternoon, this good night, we are going to discuss me being sober. Um, nothing good comes out of drugs. That's what my mother says. That's what she's always said. Um, it's time for me to stop. And I mean all my vices. I have many, many vices. I have many addictions. I have an addictive personality and I know that about myself. And that's one of the reasons why I've never tried heroin because it would just be downhill from there. But right now... With the fentanyl crisis and just fentanyl being everywhere, I'm at death's door. And I say that lightly, but I'm not joking. I want to be sober. I genuinely, genuinely want to be sober. Uh, In the past, I have tried for the wrong reasons. Um... For instance, I depended on someone else to get sober. Like, we tried to get sober together. And once that relationship fell out, there went my sobriety. It lasted four months. But that was that, that was the longest that I have been sober, was four months. Um, I've tried again um, and again and again and again. And the one thing that pulls me back is that marijuana. And then it's like boom, I'm doing cocaine, and then boom, I'm doing other shit that I'm ashamed of. And just, it invites a lifestyle that is not good, that is not conducive to the soul. Um, I've done the, well, I haven't done the 12 steps. Um, I wouldn't knock it, because people who have done it and who are actively doing the 12 steps uh, towards sobriety... Uh, It's something they teach in rehab. People who are actively doing their 12 steps, they're saying that sobriety is easier for them. And that's something I'm willing to try. Um, Today, I read a book called Rewiring Your Brain. It's actually called Rewired, A Bold New Approach to Addiction and Recovery. And this book didn't actually talk about 12 steps. It just shared ways that you could show compassion and discipline and um, self-love toward yourself in order to conquer an addiction. It was written by an alcoholic. So I'd recommend reading that book. It's a short read, only about 110 pages. Um, When I went to rehab, I was 17. I'm 28 now. And when I was 17, I didn't want it. I just went to rehab just to get people off my back. I was in pretty bad shape, but I feel like I'm in worse shape now because I can hide it better. Because it's a part of my routine, like my daily life. But I'm wondering, like, should I go back to rehab? And the answer to that is a resounding no. Because I don't want to freak anybody out. Plus, I don't have the money to go back to rehab. I don't have... And that's what sucks about this whole American 
system, health system. It's like when we really need help, like when someone really wants to go to rehab, it's like, is there enough PTO? Is there a disability leave? Can't, like the last time I went to rehab, the um, copay was $1,000 and it was a $15,000 total for 30 days. And I'm sorry, you can't fix someone in 30 days when they had a crippling drug, drug addiction for the past like 10 years. I've been using drugs since I was 13. I'm not proud of it. Although I have a name tied to my art that has something to do with drugs, I'm not proud of that. Um, I want to turn my life around. I, my identity is tied around drugs and I want it to stop. I want to be known as Candace. I want to be known as someone that's not a user, someone that's not a drug addict, someone that's dependable. Because, like, if I get in an argument with someone that I've known from high school or someone that I've known in the past, them bringing up me being an addict is, like, the number one thing they can think of to attack me. And it does hurt. Um, they also bring up my mental illness like it's supposed to hurt. Trust me, my mental illness hurts me enough. Like, no one can throw that in my face. But I can't go back to rehab because it's just embarrassing. Like, who goes to rehab twice? Um, I wonder if anyone around me knows how bad my addiction is. I wonder if they're just not saying anything. Um, I remember my aunt, who's on heroin, um, when she was living around us it was so bad that we just did we didn't bother to mention it in front of her like she'd go to the bathroom for like an hour she'd pass that on the couch and like we would just, we would just act like it was normal we enabled her and like I don't want to be enabled and like sometimes when it comes down to things my mom reminds me well you're using you're smoking weed you're using and I'm just like, have you gotten so used to it that you just don't even care anymore? Because there was a point where she would just... All hell would break loose if she caught me using. And I now I feel like if she were to catch me using any type of drug, she wouldn't give a shit. That's how much I've numbed her. That's how much I've numbed myself. And I'm just so tired of it, you guys. I'm so tired of it. I had... Uh, episode called My Addictions Are Killing Me. I recorded it two years ago. And two years later, here I am still an addict. I'll always be an addict, but I'm active in my addiction. In rehab, they say that you're only sick as your secrets. Well, here's my secret. I'm still doing drugs. And one thing that struck me is that I don't want to die this way. How typical would it be for me to die from an overdose? Oh, Candace, she's been a drug addict her whole life. Not my whole life. I never was a drug addict in my childhood childhood. 
I was someone who loved to read, loved to color, loved to draw. And that's still in my life today. It's just that I have these vices that take time and passion away from what I love to do. And that's what I want to get at is like I'm getting older and I know that I need to make more money. And I can't make more money if I'm an addict, an active drug addict, because I won't have the motivation to go out and get it. I won't have the stamina to stay grinding and I won't, I just, I just can't do it if I'm an addict, active in my addiction. There's no way. In rehab, they say that addiction leads to death, jails, and institutions. Well, I've already been to jail. I've already overdosed to the point where I thought I was going to die. And I've been in institutions. I've been in psych wards. I've been in rehabs. I'm totally serious about this episode, but I want to sing this song. Really think it needs some ventilation Let's talk about you and me Oh, I can't believe it Ooh, ooh, she all on me On me, bam, bam, I think she want me Want me, nah, I can't live alone Nah, oh, I can't believe it Ooh, ooh, she all on me On me, bam, I think she want me Want me, nah, I can't live alone Nah, oh, I don't understand. Make the people say, Yeah, yeah. Mm. Don't you guys love when I sing? <laughs> it's ridiculous. This podcast is ridiculous. I love this podcast, though. I was thinking the other day, and this is the addiction creeping in. I was thinking, I was like, maybe I shouldn't do this podcast anymore. It's stupid. Maybe I should just stop. Who cares? And then I looked on my analytics and I'm just like, they care. The world cares. (laughs) I wish you guys could see what I see as far as analytics. Um, It's a miracle. I mean, considering that no one brought me on to their podcast, considering that I don't have, like, celebrity clout, and I'm charting in different countries, and I'm, whatever, you guys don't want to hear me brag about my podcast, but I'm stagnant. In what ways do I mean that I'm stagnant? I can't lose as much weight as I want. I feel like... Every job that I get, I f- even though it pays higher, inflation kind of adjusts it. And if I feel like I'm not, I feel like I'm always making the same amount of money because of inflation, even though I'm gaining more money each year. Um, and I, and I want to get ahead of that. I'm very smart. I'm very savvy. And I know that about myself. But when I'm on drugs... That just goes out the window. Like, when I'm on drugs, my habits and my routine revolve around getting the drug, taking the drug, craving for the drug, getting the drug, taking the drug, craving the drug, getting the drug, taking the drug, craving the drug. Um, 
And it goes for weed as well. Like, I was reading this book earlier, and it said boredom is a, a max for fear. It actually is fear. Like, if you, the fear of boredom is actually the like, fear of fear. Um, and that's something that I that keeps me smoking weed is fear because I'm I don't want to be bored so I guess I'm afraid to figure out who I am without it I guess I'm afraid to discover who I am without it I'm, I'm afraid to spend time without it um I've been smoking weed since I was 13 y'all and that's not the drug I'm talking about I'm, I don't want to share the drugs that I'm doing because I'm just so ashamed of it um but just know that you're not alone if you want to get sober, if you feel like it's time. Like right now, I have no influences as far as friends that would convince me otherwise to, to not, to, I mean, that would convince me to keep using drugs or because people, like misery loves company. And um, if you express to your friends that are your user friends, your drug friends that you want to get sober, they will downplay it. I've had people, and this is why I kind of want to announce my intentions on sobriety to my podcast, because it's not like I'm talking directly to somebody. I'm talking to my phone, but I am talking to the world. But when I make an announcement like this or in the past, like on Instagram or in person I've always had that one person tell me it's okay to do this it's okay to do this and and I'm just like don't tell me that I'm trying to be sober um I've heard people like my favorite heroes um Joey Diaz Tim Dillon Tim Dillon used to be an alcoholic and a cocaine addict and he stopped when he was 25 he's now 38 um, and I, like comedians who get sober, they really inspire me because I, I'm, I don't consider myself a comedian, but I do what comedians do. I podcast and I come up with content. I try to be funny and I try to be spontaneous and on top of my toes. Um, and, and I mess up sometimes. And most of the times I say the right thing, which is why you guys keep coming back. Where was I getting with this? I'm almost fucking 30 and I'm stagnant because of these drugs. Because they're in my routine. They're in my way of doing things. Like, like when your hygiene takes a backseat because you want to get high the first thing in the morning. When you're not drinking enough water. When you're not eating properly. Like, there's so many things that I neglect because I'm using when you wake up and the first thing you want to do is use drugs, it's like all of those things that I just mentioned, like brushing your teeth and like getting ready and all that. It just goes out the door. It's like, oh, I need these two hours to do drugs instead of the, using these two hours to get ready in the morning. And I wonder why I feel like crap is because I don't look good. I don't take the time to make myself look good anymore. As of lately, I should say. The past two to three days, I've just been like, Candace, you need to get sober. You need to get sober. You need to get sober. It's time to get sober. And it, and before 
people would try to force me to get sober. And it didn't feel like I didn't feel like I was ready. I was very defiant. I was very um, defiant. I was like unwilling to be sober. Um, but now I'm ready to say goodbye to the high. I'm ready to say goodbye to floating in the clouds. I'm ready to say goodbye to whatever fucking realizations I think I have while I'm on drugs. Like, it's a bunch of horse shit. It really is. And it damages the liver. Um, I only get one liver. I only get one life. And I need to take care of it. I only get two lungs. Which is funny because I'm going to puff on an elf bar right now. I just want to take this second to thank you for listening to the Manic Candace podcast. The Patreon is coming soon. I've recorded episodes that I'm going to upload on the Patreon. That way, when you spend your $5, you have a, a catalog of content and not just one episode. So I've seen you click on the Patreon link and there's nothing there quite yet. So thank you so much for those that have been interested Please take a moment to rate the podcast five stars if you like the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or anywhere you're listening to podcasts. In the links below the description, I list all my social media where you can message me directly. Send a message, send some encouragement, send some positivity, send some criticism. I appreciate anything and everything. Now, sometimes when I think about, when I have a weak moment and I'm about to buy drugs, I think about the opportunity costs. And what that means is, um, what could I buy instead of buying these drugs? And man, I could have bought a, sh- a shaver. I could have, like, like today, like, okay, so I got paid today. I get paid weekly. And the money that after all my bills are paid, I have, I have money left. And I said to myself, today is the day to get sober. Today is your day. So that money that I have, it's, it's staying with me. I used to know you so I love Paramore. I'm glad that... Are they getting back together? I'm not sure. Why did bands break up, man? It must be a bunch of egos. Anyway. The opportunity cost of me spending weed is a house. That's the ultimate opportunity cost, is a house. And and not just weed, all the other drugs that I'm on that I won't mention. But, um... I think about that and that's what keeps me going is like that money that I have in my account that I could spend on drugs that I would have spent on drugs a week ago. I'm keeping it. I'm saving it. I'm cherishing it and I'm going to build it. It's my foundation. It's my rock and it's a nice chunk and 
Mama needs new tires and the front of my Toyota Camry is fucked up. So, yeah. And that bleeds into my finances. My finances would be a lot better, immensely better, if I quit if I quit drugs. A lot of things that are problems in my life would just improve immensely if I quit drugs. I mean, all of it, like, like I, I want to do a drug detox. I don't want to listen to music that talks about drugs. I don't want to hang around people, which I don't have a lot of friends that are users, but I don't want to hang around people who do drugs. I don't want to hang around people who smoke marijuana recreationally. I don't want to go near a dispensary. I don't want to talk to people who are users for a while um, until I'm strong enough. I don't want to go out to bars. I don't want to go out to First Friday. I don't even, I don't even want to go anywhere where they sell alcohol. Not that I'm an alcoholic. It's just that it puts me in the mood. I have to find things that trigger me. I have to find things that put me out of the mood. I have to find things that occupy my time. Which is why I love buying slime. It keeps my mind off of wanting to smoke weed. It keeps my stress levels down. Um... Like I said, I only hear great things about people in recovery, about their recovery, and I want that for myself. I hear, like, I've seen people whole life change. Like, I've seen people whole, their whole appearance changes. Like, they have a home, they have a family, and that's something that I don't have. I'm living at my mom's house trying to pay off bills when I should be in my own home with the family you know my best friend is starting her own family about to look for homes and I don't mean to compare myself to people but I'm just saying would that happen for me if I wasn't an addict but at the same time if I was if I wasn't an addict would I be the creative person that I am now I'm not saying that drugs gave me my art talent it's just I've realized a lot of things and I've gone through a lot of situations that were hard and I learned a lot of things the hard way because of drugs. It didn't have to be that way, but you know, I at the end of the day I don't regret I don't regret it because I am who I am today. I don't want to rely on any substance. Um The human body is amazing, it's strong, and I don't want to dumb it down by giving it a substance, by saying, here, you need this substance to get up, you need this substance to get through the eight days of your workout, your work, you need to get, you need this substance to get through your work day, you need this substance to smile, you need this substance to get through Christmas, through the new year. I don't want to be dependent on that. I also want real friends. When you're an addict and you have friends, quote unquote, all these friends do is use you for drugs. I also want my identity to change. I don't want to be known as a drug addict. I don't want, I want to be known as someone who turned their life around because they had a awakening moment or something. Like I feel like I'll be 10 times more beautiful without drugs. 
I haven't given myself a chance to see who I am, to know who I am without it. I started drugs at 13. I'm 20 fucking 8. Did I mention that it's not attractive to use drugs? That's probably why I'm single, is that I'm the girl that guys smoke with and then fuck, and then they can't take seriously because all I do is smoke and fuck with them. There's been many, many guys I wish that I made a little effort on but it probably wasn't possible because all they could focus on was getting more drugs everything that's bad that's happened to me in my life has happened because of drugs my DUI me and my mom's fractured relationship my DUI (laughs) my credit people respect me less And I noticed that um, because I'm a drug user. And when I started noticing that, I stopped making it so public that I was a user. Oh, because I used to be public with it. I mean, I would smell like marijuana. I would be so nonchalant about cocaine use, um, any other types of drugs, especially ecstasy. and it's to the point where, like, I get follows on Instagram f- from drug dealers, and like, I don't want it to be that way. I want to self improve. I don't know what that looks like yet. I want to um, reinvent myself. Like, I want to be a completely different person from head to toe, inside out. Not just my appearance, but I want to feel different. I want to have a different source of energy that drugs cannot provide. So hard to let go, waiting for your call, and I'm ready to take your six, six, six in my heart. I'm longing for your touch, and I welcome your sweet six, six, six in my heart. My heart. Did I mention that drugs are expensive? Oh my god. I think I mentioned the opportunity cost of me getting a house. At the right time too. Like 2020. Oh, I could And then you live with regrets. You live with lots of regrets. Like I shouldn't have dated Brianna. I shouldn't have tried weed for the first time. Like you, you live with so much regrets. And like I'm going to have an episode after this called um 
how to talk to your kids about drugs. It's very, 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 very vital that you talk to your kids about drugs. And they don't have to be your kids. They could be your nephew. They could be your um, cousins. I talk to my little brother and sister slash cousins all the time about drugs ever since they were in fourth grade. Because they went to this, they were in an inner city school and like, I, I just know that neighborhood was, was riddled with like, meth. And like, I just had to have that talk with them. And I had, and it was a very honest talk. I didn't sugarcoat anything. And I wish, I wish someone had that talk with me. So maybe my life would have turned out differently. Um, to be honest, I am scared of discovering who I am sober. I'm scared to do everything sober. I know it's going to be worth it. My life is going to change for the better. Um, I look forward to new hobbies. I look forward to new love. I look forward to my mental health improving and my overall health improving. Um, I'm really, really happy that there are support systems out there. The book that I read called rewired has a lot of support um outlets they even have a marijuana's anonymous i think i'm gonna go to narcotics anonymous and marijuana's anonymous it's online i have no excuse i have to try i have to do something i want to make myself proud this would be something that if i could accomplish this it's better than losing weight and i really really mean that it's it's time for me to be sober and this is day one this is candace with the manic candace podcast thank you so much for listening i hope you have a great rest of your evening afternoon morning night and i bid you adieu bye-bye